Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We are here with the Icemonger group. Uh, Icemonger, Kelton Icemonger of the uh, Springfield Geese. So, uh, yeah. Um, so this this is a good group. We got um, some solid teams in here, and I'm excited to see. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it goes. Any? Uh, yeah. So let's uh, get started with Springfield. So they replaced the. 54-56 class with a 14-12 class. So great class for him. Like I, like I said in the last podcast, it's really, I mean, yeah, there, there's just been some solid, uh, there's definitely been some solid um, classes coming to 14. Um, you know, you got a couple undersized uh, centers who shot efficiently, but not a lot of points. And um, in uh Patrick Tate, 52.8%, um, 32.3 from three, uh, 9.5 rebounds, four assists. He seems like, you know, he might be able to fit into that small forward position that they're losing. Last year, this team was made it to the Elite Eight of the uh, of the NTT, and, uh, you know, they they returned some really good players. And, and, their, first, and their first try on the NTT uh, yeah. Uh, also. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good run. <laughs> Oh, that, that, that was their first NTT. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty nice. Um, yeah, so, I mean, there's just some solid players on this team with Hawkins and Avery coming back. They were a little undersized um, at the power forward position, but, you know, potentially Skylar Ziegler, um, depending on how good he is. I mean, I'm guessing he's good because they have such a highly ranked class. Um, could fill in there. Uh, and maybe Tate at the um, small forward position, but I, I mean, this team looks like they got a lot better. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think uh, we found Kid Akron's strategy. It's to recruit uh, undersized centers because he got three of them. So um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's not much offense there, but uh, they can do a lot of the other things. You know, whether it be to def- defend or pass or both. Um, you know, this is a program that's really on the rise, you know, um, having played them many times, um, we know how good they are. Avery's just a stud. Um, you know, he's been, yeah, I think he was player of the year once in the conference or, mm. or freshman of the year. Maybe I guess he probably never beat Fitchner, but, um, he's always a first team, you know, all conference yeah. player and, uh, uh, Hawkins is a great second option. So um, they lose Icemanger, but, um, you know, haven't, haven't played them. Uh, you know, I think one, their one main issue, if they had an issue, was was probably a little bit of the size and the, and the post defense. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. with, with Ziegler, I think, you know, he'll he'll help there. It looks like the type of guy that you can stick in at uh, power forward. And he looks like he'll hold his own and rebound, pass, defend a little bit. So, um uh, I think this is a team that uh, they're not going to drop off too far. You know, they're going to have to replace the offense that they lose from Icemanger, but that may just mean some more shots for Avery and Hawkins. So um, yeah. Yeah, that may not be too big of a drop off. Yeah. And I expect Tate to, you know, score a little more when he's not playing center. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They do have kind of a tough schedule um, out of group. Um, so, I mean, yeah. they play Lansing, who's number two preseason. Um, they play Plainview, who who's who's in uh, who's in our group, and and it's a pretty decent team. So um, yeah, and, and and this group that they're in themselves is obviously not real easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Springfield came in as the one seed. Unfortunately, <laughs> they get the two seed that won the NTT, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and then also brought in yeah, yeah. So a Spring- monster class. Yeah, Springfield <laughs> is the one seed uh, in name only. <laughs> 
Yeah, so Duluth brings in the 24-2 class, and that's headlined, um, obviously, by Christian Williford, the, um, it, as if Porter needed any more 7-7 ties on his team. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, the, I mean, this team's going to be really good. Um, they also bring in Jeremiah Jordan, who um, I guess Porter wasn't too excited about him. I think he posted that on the board or something well, like that. I don't know if he was, I don't know if he's, he wasn't that excited. It's just the fact that he isn't as good as his current starter, which, you know, which yeah. it's not necessarily a detriment to him or whatever. I mean, I mean, this team is just ridiculous. I mean, what can you say? I mean, it's the NTT champs who, they graduated like a total dud of a class and then bring in a class that's got like two humongous, what looks like two humongous studs, or at least they're two huge ties. So yeah. I mean, Williford is, is like one of these like E-E-G-E-G-E type guys or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, so he's going to probably can be one of the top players in the league. Um, yep. And it's crazy to think that they won the NTT last year and a dude is going to lose his starting spot, <laughs> you know, off of you know, yep. an NTT starting lineup, you know, because he's going to mm-hmm. get replaced by a guy you know, who's probably going to score 15 more points than him. They scored 87 points a game last year, and now you're replacing, like, a five-point-a-game scorer with a 20-point-a-game scorer. I mean, come on now. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think I think it's pretty obvious this is your PNTT favorite. They replaced that 227-246 uh, class with a 24-2 class. Um, and, you know, when you, when you compare Williford with Miller, Smith, Karan Davis um, – you're looking pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And Jacob Stahl, even. I mean, he's he's probably the, the least of the guys that are going to be in the starting lineup. And I think he was like a, a stud who was like a six yeah. six tied number number two most recruited or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and then you can bring in your seven foot sixty percent um, shooting uh, got big guy off the bench, <laughs> or maybe even any. I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. So, just an embarrassment of riches. Um, we we may have never seen this in uh, in PNTT history. I mean, we've had some solid teams for sure, but um, <laughs> this team seems you know this is this is the monsters from uh, <laughs> from space. Yeah. So you know. yeah, this is ridiculous. I mean, this is a team. I mean, I don't know. Who, I guess their schedule is. <laughs> I don't know if it's that tough, but I mean, this team could easily score like a hundred a game, get like fifteen mm-hmm. blocks a game, hold teams to like. 30 something percent defensively so i'm geez <laughs> yeah we're not i mean i'm well, i'm sure we're putting way too high expectations on them but uh you know yeah, hey on paper yeah. yeah this is on paper but they have to go out and yeah. do it but i mean geez you know on, yep oof. <laughs> yeah they got they they seem like they have the tools you know they got the right the right ingredients for um for a uh, pntt championship but you know i don't think yeah, well, they didn't last year, and, you know, no one's ever won the PNTT and the NTT in the same year, I think, or, yeah, some something like that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll see how they do, you know. Hopefully they don't freeze in, under the big lights. Yeah. Um, we'll see. <laughs> so let's move on to the next team, Santa Fe Caesars. I really like this team. They brought in the 6150 class, replacing the 102-119 class. They lose uh, McCullers. They're a big scorer, 23 points per game. But, you know, they bring in some solid guys. Naeem uh, Escobedo scored uh, 17.2 points per game in high school. And Paul Hodge, 18.7 with seven assists. He seems like a very – I mean, 
he kind of uh, tweaked his starting lineup a little bit last year, trying Sheehan and Marcus. I think this is their point guard right here, Paul Hodge. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I actually covered this team last year on the podcast with Jesse. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, last year I noted uh, kind of they had lost. I don't know exactly what the ranking was, but it was like a top five class with uh, Caleb Bolden and Jonathan Stone, who were like yeah. two guys. One guy was like, I think like 6'11", and the other guy was like seven foot. Um, so I, that, I figured that was really going to hurt them in terms of post defense. And they did. They, they, they struggled with rebounding and they didn't really address it in recruiting this year. So, so that's going to be a big issue for them. But on the other hand, like you said, they've really struggled to find a point guard probably for at least the last few seasons. And now they have a good one. Um, Paul Hodge is definitely mm-hmm. that guy. He looks like a, you know, one of these like plus seven, plus eight type guards who's going to score. He's going to pass. He's going to take care of the ball. Um, so that's one thing they don't have to worry about. Um, uh, but offensively, hard to say. They, they do lose their leading scorer by far, uh, William McCullers. So um, is Hodge going to be able to replace all that? Hard to say. Um, you know, yeah. b- between that and the size issues, uh, I don't know, you know, th- I think this team might struggle a little bit there. Um, but at least it's nice to see that they have that stud point guard to, to kind of help them for the next few seasons. Now they just need to look for some guys in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. And they might, I think they're a solid team and if they were in another group, you know, maybe they'd have a little better chance, but, um, you know, that <laughs> those top two teams just, uh, they look dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, especially with like like especially like facing a team like Duluth. I mean, you're gonna you know, Santa Fe is gonna be rolling like I don't know, I guess they're gonna be rolling like a six seven, six eight guy in the post because they have a couple six nine yep. guys on the roster, but they didn't play much, so they can't be very good. Yeah. Um so I mean you're they're just gonna be Why Cologne's a decent player for yeah. sure. He can I I like what he can do, but you know, I mean he's kind of I feel like I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm a sizeist because uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know I I you know I want I want him to I want him to play small forward. Uh-huh. You know I want him to play I want him to play shooting guard. But you know like that's just not the reality for yeah ninety five percent of the teams in thirty one. Right. You know like <laughs> very very few. Not we can't all we can't all be done with here. You know? <laughs> Uh, I mentioned them too much. Porter's going to get a big head. Oh here. boy! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk about Inglewood. Uh, Coach Maverick with a three or Mc... McVick. Uh, McVic. Maybe Vic. Maybe he's a DJ. McVicker. <laughs> McVick. I don't know. I think I always read it as Maverick, but you know, sometimes you know you got to train your eyes to see. What's right. Uh, they brought in the 119-159 class, replacing the 110-91 class. Uh, they lost one senior in Gabriel Parks. He was one of their leading scorers at 20 points a game. He's going to be tough to – I mean, that's that, those are some big shoes to fill. Um, you know, not anyone can score that efficiently that many points uh, and that many rebounds. 10.8 rebounds is incredible. Yeah, especially as a little uh, bit of an undersized power forward too. Yeah. Yeah, so that's going to be tough. You know, they bring in um, one six seven guy and Emilio Bairdem, and who's you know not the scorer he is, but you know he can rebound a little and pass a little bit. He brought in some decent passers. Alexander Wilson is an efficient scorer. He he seems like he fits really well. Maybe maybe at the three and move Queen Clark down a, a spot potentially, um, or the two and move Tommy Marklin and Quentin Park down. 
but um yeah 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 it's a, like i said you know the the bright side is they do only lose the one contributing player <laughs> but he was a good player um so on the not so bright side they, they they bring in kind of an average looking class although maybe there's a couple decent kind of hands type guys like you said with bearden and wilson both averaging over five assists a game in high school so they probably fit in like that small forward role um you know we'll see i mean they, they had a pretty short starting lineup last season um you know they went with a six eight guy at center i guess well it's hard to say he only played 20 minutes a game so they might have they might have experimented a little bit um but i would like to see maybe jaquan edwards at 611 move into the center spot to give them a little more size mm. yeah um yes yeah say so they yeah they yeah. they have to you know they're gonna have to rely a lot on their returning starters uh for offense um tommy markland scored 20 points a game quentin clark 15 a game they don't have a ton of offense other than that um but maybe yeah maybe like alexander wilson the freshman he, like you said he was pretty mm-hmm. efficient so maybe you know he can contribute i don't know if he's going to score 15 a game moving into the college game but maybe if he contributes 10 then you know that'll help him a little bit there yeah Okay. Well, um, it should be a good group. Uh, who do you like to win this group? I think, you know, I, I mean, we've, 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 we've yeah. washed there uh, a little bit <laughs> so much so far, but uh, I think Duluth is just, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, what else can you say? I mean, they're the NTT champs returning mm-hmm. their entire starting lineup. So good. Like we mentioned that one of their starters is actually going to lose his job. So, I mean, you inter- you return an NTT team and get better yikes <laughs> yeah for sure yeah the one caveat i'll say is uh just looking at schedules i'm like trying to grasp straws you know to figure out like is there any way you know and springfield springfield gets lansing in the other conference which is really they're, they're a solid they're very very talented but they underperformed last year made the pt p ptt um went zero and six in the pntt so i mean yeah, if Lansing can figure it out, they're going to obviously be really good. But, um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, and then, you know, Duluth got that rivalry game against St. Paul, which is a really solid team. They brought in a great class. Um, and, you know, in a rivalry game, anything could happen. They also got Ann Arbor, who I think is a little underrated. They have they did lose um, some really good players. but They brought in Justin Hampton, which I think is a stud for sure. Uh, so we'll, uh, I mean, I don't, I still don't think anyone has a chance of beating him, but maybe. Yeah. yeah. And I think <laughs> you Springfield know. still has a pretty good chance of moving on to the next yeah. round. I mean, I mean yes. clearly the second best team in this group. I, I don't even think it's that yep. close. Um, but you know, it, it, even if they lose two games, if they manage to kind of run up the score in their wins and, and kind of build that point differential, I, th- I think they have a pretty good chance to, to move on. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, players to watch. Um, the whole Duluth team. Um. <laughs> yeah, the whole Duluth team. Christian Williford, for sure. He, he might actually not even put up that great of numbers just because he's surrounded by so much talent. But, I mean, you know, yeah. it, it, this is a guy that's just going to be a stud eventually. Um, and, and he's, he's you know, he, he's one of these, like, unicorn-type players who's, like, whatever, 6'10", six, 6'11", yes. six, whatever he is, and just does everything well. Um, he's, he's, he's kind of a once-in-a generation or once in a cycle yeah. whatever you want to call it type player yeah, yeah. <laughs> um another guy is like uh we mentioned him santa fe i think paul hodge you know they haven't had a good point guard mm-hmm. in, in a while and this guy is definitely that i think the team will struggle probably overall but i don't think it'll be because of him i think he's going to be a real solid player for them 
Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and you you look at, I mean, I'm Alfonso Avery and Kevin Hawkins are really solid players. I'm excited to see them play. Uh, I want to see Patrick Tate play for Springfield. Um, and you know, you look you look up and down. Uh, I mean, I, I will say I, I did I do like Wyatt Cologne, Tommy Markland. Uh, for Englewood, there's some solid players for mm-hmm. sure. In this league, you know, you never know. Like everything, it, it all comes down to that random num- number right. generator. You can put the, you can put those odds in your favor, but you know, I mean, Porter told me this. He said, you know, we were a buzzer beater. We had to hit a buzzer beater in the first round of our conference tourney, and if we didn't hit that shot, we wouldn't be in the NTT. Wow. <laughs> like. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like they they were one of the last teams in on the uh-huh. bubble, and they got in because they beat a seven seed. But like they were down by three, they had to hit a three pointer to send it to overtime to beat a seven seed in the uh, in their first round of their conference tournament. So this game is so fickle, yeah yeah you know? I know exactly so. what he means yeah in one of my in my league forty two team last season I think we might have been the very last team in like for an at large bid. And we were a 15 seed and won the NTT. So I mean, you know, it's, it's, the the talent advantage sometimes it, it's not as 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 wide as you think. You know, I and mean, sometimes those advantages are raised yeah. within. And if one thing goes the wrong way, I mean, I'm not saying Duluth is gonna is gonna you know go three and three or anything, but they could certainly lose a oh, yeah. game or maybe even two. You know, because Springfield is definitely a talented team. So if Springfield can manage to beat mm-hmm. them, and then like maybe Duluth, maybe their guys get in foul trouble or whatever mm-hmm. in one other game, who knows. <laughs> Yeah, it's what makes this game so fun and so frustrating at the same right. time. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you so much, Coach. We really appreciate you coming on and sharing your insight. Um, we look forward to your uh, run this year in the PNTTS. So best of luck All right. To you. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Same to you guys. <laughs> All right. All right. Talk to you later.